Well, in our gospel today, you know, I'm very amazed here by, uh, really, you gotta just really think and meditate on the life of Jesus. It's just so incredible. I'm amazed at how morally arduous or difficult of a path that Christ walked. And, uh, there's this, uh, psychologist talk about the, uh, lonely leader syndrome. So if you're, you're a leader in like a corporation or a business or whatever it is, okay, and you know, if you're at the top and you're the only one at the top, there isn't anybody who's equal to you. So it's actually, there's this kind of psychology that works where the person's very lonely, ironically. You know, some people think, oh, it's good to be the king. It must be great to be the pope. It must be great to be the president. It must be, uh, not. Because the, when you're up at that level, you know, from the from below, you think, "Oh, that guy's in charge. He's, he gets anything he wants." But there's this really deep sense of loneliness that no one can relate to me. No one's at my. Uh, no one's in communion with me. I'm not in communion with anybody. And I think uh, now, what happens if you're if you happen to be the incarnate Son of God? <laughs> there's no one on your level. There's no one equal to you. Okay, and you can you can see Jesus, who's I mean, he's utterly alone. There's no one that really totally gets him. And so you can see, uh, here he is, he's relating to Philip, and he says, you have been with me for so long, okay, and Jesus has been so transparent with these guys for three years, and he's done everything. I mean, just the utter, like, lack of selfishness on the part of Christ. He's been with them for three years, and they still do not know him, okay? And so he, what he wants them to understand is who he is as the Son of God and who he is as the second person of the Trinity. What he's speaking about here is, do you not know the Father's in me and I am in the Father? He's talking about his Trinitarian theology. He's not using the technical fancy words, but that's what he's talking about. And so he wants them to understand the revelation of the Trinity, the re- revelation, which is the revelation of God's love. And they don't get it. They just still don't see it. And they've been with him for three years, as close as you can possibly get. And so what I'm amazed at is that any one of us, myself more than probably anybody else, would be so incredibly angry at this point, right, if he were Jesus. I mean, you'd just be like, forget it! That whole cross thing? I'm going to die for these morons? Forget about it! I'm done! I am done! Three years and they still don't know me! But there's not even an ounce of anger or self-pity or anything on the part of Christ. It's totally incredible. It's totally incredible. The holiness that was demonstrated by this man on earth is unparalleled. And it's such a tragedy that people can't recognize that. If you just read the Gospels and you meditate, you're like, who is this guy? He's amazing. There's not an ounce of self-pity, of anger, of resentment, of bitterness. Why is that, though? Because... He wasn't alone. He wasn't subject to the lonely leader syndrome because he was in communion with the Father and the Holy Spirit. So another passage in the Gospel of John, he says, And now I am left alone because everybody's abandoned me, but I am not alone, he says. Because he's always in perfect communion with the Father and with the Holy Spirit, as he was in perfect communion with the Father and the Holy Spirit from all eternity, so uh, that's really the only explanation for the utter holiness and um, 
uh, equanimity and peace with which Christ could, you know, endure these ridiculous hardships that he went through. Uh, and that's what he was trying to teach his apostles. So today we celebrate the, the feasts of Philip and James. And both of them died uh, the martyrs' deaths. Really, really nasty. Philip was was crucified, and uh, James was stone, was thrown off a large precipice, and then stoned, and then clubbed to death. <laughs> All of Jerusalem turned against him. So was the whole city of Jerusalem that killed him in that manner, or at least the you know the prominent sort of uh, leaders of Jerusalem that killed him in that manner. I mean, talk about you feeling abandoned, feeling alone, right? But they didn't. Okay, so I think they both had learned a lesson from Christ. Because they were in communion with God, they could endure all of that and not feel, you know, woe is me and all that kind of self-pity stuff going on. So for us, whenever we think we've got it hard, when people don't understand me, people don't know what I'm going through, we really got to reflect deeply upon who it is that we serve and the master whose footsteps we follow and learn that lesson uh, that Philip and James learned that uh, even though anybody, everybody could abandon us, we are not alone because, because God is with us.